Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast, uh, presented by Believe Podcast Network. I'm uh, Yo Legazzo, and I'm joined my, by my brother, John Webb. Dude, John Webb, Lakers tied the series 1-1, one, one, uh, beat the Suns uh, 109 and 102. Um, I mean, what did you, you, you think of the game? I mean, yo, look, what a game. Man, this is exactly why I love playoff basketball. The Lakers, when they're engaged at the onset and begin the game with this heightened defensive energy, they're unstoppable. I mean, their opponents will have to match that defense with better offense, right? And not a lot of the Suns' current rotations can do that. It's It was, it was an awesome game. Dude, I know, man. And look, when the Lakers are engaged and energized on both ends of the floor... There's no way you can, you can, you know, we can lose the seven game series. Look, you got tonight, Anthony Davis scored 34. No, he, he put up 34, 10, and seven with three blocks. LeBron, 23, four, and nine. Dennis Schroeder, you know, big ups, big kudos to him. He had 24, three, and three. Great defensive effort as well. And Dre Drum, man, 15 and 12, 12 yeah. rebounds. Uh, really great. Uh, we we had a lot of players who who uh, who contributed. Um, uh, ju- maybe not in scoring, but uh, uh, more in 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 the effort that they they uh, provided, the energy, the engagement that they they had. I mean, it was it was wonderful to see. Um, there was some silence in the in the Suns arena uh, for for uh, pockets of the uh, the game. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the box score, if you really look at it, it matches pretty much the entire time. Like like uh, the fourth quarter, you know, both teams scored 30 points. The third quarter, you know, the Lakers scored 20 and the Suns scored 25. The second quarter, it's matched again, right? 23 points for both teams. Uh-huh. But it was that first quarter that really took the air out of the Suns, right? The Lakers, 30 points. The Suns, 24. I think coming out of the gate with that type of energy is 
what we needed. And kudos really goes to Anthony Davis. I mean, he uh, tweeted out on social media, right? There's there's no way we're winning a game, let alone this series, with the way I played today, right? That's from the first game. And Anthony Davis was a man possessed. I mean, this is the type of effort, the type of motivation, the type of energy we need from him day in and day out. Dude, AD took it to them, man. He took it to them. He he went and shot like 22 uh, free throws. He was just so aggressive, and that's exactly what you need from him. That's exactly what he did uh, last post postseason, just being aggressive, uh, getting to the rim. Obviously, he made that clutch three pointer as well. I mean, I just I've, I just think that once eighty gets going aggressively and and sees the basket or you know sees the ball going in the basket, um, even if it's you know by the rim. Um, he's more confident and he'll, he'll, uh, you know, he'll make his shots when he, when those jumpers, when he needs to, and it's exactly what he showed here, um, you know, late in the game when we needed it to, uh, get up and, and, uh, in points and, and, you know, get our lead back up. So that was, that was great to see from, from him. Um, just looking here really quick before we, we uh, take a break here, dude, Clippers are about to lose. Uh, and they're gonna, uh, you know, be down the series zero two. Uh, Mavs right now up twenty one twenty three to one eighteen twenty one seconds to go. Um, we'll see what happens, but it looks like the Mavs are gonna win this one, man. Wow, that's <laughs> Staples too. That's dude, Staples, dude. It's the Clippers. Hey, l- listen, <laughs> I took a peek at the game a little bit earlier, and it pretty much was like Luca Magic versus the Claw. <laughs> you know, the it was. That's that's an intense game, but you know you cannot you cannot let Luca get going like they did. Yeah, I mean because just because you know he he's he has uh, just like compared to Kawhi, like Luca has playmaking skills where he can um, affect the game um, in 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 a different way in through assists, right? And through playmaking that Kawhi can't do. So if he gets going offensively, um, and you know, he, you know, that he'll, he'll still have an impact on the, the playmaking game. So, um, anyway, you know, I just kind of wanted to mention that looks like there's nine seconds to go. One twenty-five, one twenty-one. Um, it's going to be, Oh, zero two um uh, advantage to the Mavs but uh, you know enough about that that game um let's go ahead and take a quick break here and, and when we come back uh, I'd like to talk more about this uh, game the game two against the Suns um and what the Lakers did here to make the adjustments that they did and you know what they did um to to uh, come out with this win here so uh guys stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys soon Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. 
So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with my brother, John Webb. And uh, yeah, on this on this uh, segment here, we're going to talk about, um, you know, what worked in game two and what adjustments did the Lakers, uh, we, we saw them make here to come out with a win. Um, so yeah, John, let, let me let me ask you, uh, what do you think the, the Lakers did here to um, that was a little bit better than, than, than uh, last game? I think it's uh, you know taking care of the ball, valuing the ball, playing uh, defense, right? We had uh, six blocks to the Suns' three blocks. We had nine steals to the Suns' four steals, and then the points off turnover, man. That's that's really the biggest strength. You know, we were able to get that defensive stop, then we were able to convert that into points for our team. Yeah, man. I think I think just on the defensive end, I think we were um, we we did a lot better. You know, we were more engaged, and uh, like we talked about in the first segment, we were more energized. Um, there was uh, a lot more effort put into the defensive end, and I think one of those um, the reasons why is that we were more prepared. We knew what uh, the Suns were gonna put out there and you know in the first in game one we saw a lot of pick and roll actions and staggered screens where um <laughs> it uh it, you know we we saw big on little guard right we saw Aiden posting up Schroeder Aiden right. posting up you know KCP and that wasn't gonna work and so um in this game instead of switching right being forced to switch i think one of the things that we did was we blitzed we trapped a little bit more and we saw a lot more double teaming um and you know you saw the the, both the defending the defender guarding the screener and the defender guarding the ball handler uh executing a double team on the bat on the ball handler immediately off the screen you know which then causes a disruption on the pick and roll action in their sets so that was that was great to see um from from that uh you know end of the the court uh that we were more prepared were more engaged and um yeah i mean just just overall was great defense yeah and really devin booker had a quiet 31 points Right. But I feel like we did a great job taking the ball out of his hands in critical situations. Yeah. And basically his supporting cast had to make the shots for him. I mean, kudos to to campaign, right? He yes. he performed mm-hmm. really well. And I think the biggest biggest uh difference from game 1 to game 2 is uh CP3. Right? Obviously, he's not he's not playing to his level. Um, right. That injury is bothering him. Mm-hmm. I think this would have been, you know, it was a close game, but I think it would have been a, a closer game down the stretch if CP3 was playing to his his level. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we saw in game one uh, just how he pretty much manhandled, right, us, like in those pick and roll actions. And 
Um, mm-hmm. That wasn't, that was so frustrating to see, but you know, it was all respect to him because, you know, that's what he's been doing uh, throughout his whole career. And uh, I just felt like um, you're right. Like, like he could have been had, he could have had a bigger impact on this game if he were a hundred percent. Right. We'll see. We'll see Thursday night. If he's his, his shoulders a little bit better. Um, it's tough with those contusions. Cause they, t- they tend to, uh, uh, you know, stiffen up and, and, right. and uh, the more you play it, the more you, 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 use it so he just needs to rest it i think but i don't know we'll see i think another thing that i saw was eight you know we we neutralized uh deandre eight in a little bit more i mean he still had a good game but double we, double <laughs> right right i think we we limited the amount of rebounds that he could have had and we were a little bit more physical on him i think he had like four or five fouls right and so um, I think we were just a little bit more physical against him on the offensive end, which kind of limited him. Um, you know, he got him in foul trouble, right? And, and limited his abilities to defend. Um, so, yeah. So I thought that was, that was good on the defensive end, but what you, what you see on the offensive end? Well, I think Mark Gasol, first off, played valuable minutes for us. Yeah, right? man. Mm-hmm. You know, that veteran playoff savviness leadership is really what will pay off as we progress through the postseason. Um, I just think offensively, we were moving the ball a little bit better. Yes. Um, I think we do have to execute in the closing minutes a little bit better. We have to be more yes. consistent and uh, mm-hmm. really stick to what we're good at. I mean, this Suns team, right, is young. They got young legs, and they're going to be feisty down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we have the lead like we did in the in the first half, we need to be able to execute our offense and really create that separation. Um, I really liked how LeBron James and Anthony Davis closed out the half and the fourth quarter. Um, and this is what this team needs, that leadership. Yes. Uh, great adjustments by the coaching staff throughout the game. Um, Schroeder and the offensive end needs to keep making Devin Booker chase him around on offense. If, yes. the, if the Suns are going to stick to that matchup, um, you know, Booker's young, right? But yeah. chasing someone like Schroeder around screens, especially with the big body like Marc Gasol and AD or Drummond out there, and even LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. Having having to navigate those screens and chasing Schroeder around while Schroeder is converting threes, it's, it's going to take its toll. So consistency on the threes is, is really what we need to improve on heading into game three. Yes, I mean, I think that's that's uh, one of the the key things that we need to work on heading into game three is is just that just making our open shots like we've met mi- we missed so many open shots so many threes so many jumpers taking them uh, we got to take the open threes when it's there too that's true i mean we were we were being so passive on this game and that's because uh, probably the the wear and tear of not being being able to make those shots i think we were just too hesitant and not confident enough and i think that we need to get back to being confident and making those shots but um you know i think I think we just got to see the ball come go in, you know, the law of averages will kick in at some point here and hopefully it's game three. Um, I'm a little bit more critical. I'm a little bit more critical. If I was a uh, Frank Vogel or Jason's kid, if I see a guy, you know, 
passing up an open shot like that, I'm benching him right away, putting in someone like Wes Matthews or or Ben McLemore. Yeah, man. And just uh-huh. and just cycle them through, right? Because mm-hmm. I know all those guys at the blink of an eye could could hit shots. Yeah, man. Um, and we need to plug and play like we always talk about. Um, if KCP isn't making those shots or if he's passing off open threes, bench him. Put someone that that's going to take those open shots, even if they miss them. That's not what I'm angry about. Right. They just need to take those shots when they're open. Yeah, well, you know, they also got to make them. They get frustrated well, yes, when they don't make yes, them. But, but you're not going to make them if you never take them. That's true. That's right. What's that? What's that Wayne Gretzky quote? I don't remember, but um, you missed the shots. I don't know, something like that. Wow, uh, dude. that you don't take. There you go. You miss. <laughs> you you know, you miss the shots that you don't take. I don't know, something like that. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> something, something Wayne Gretzky is. Um, but anyway, like like going back to to what worked on offense. I thought in game one our offensive actions were a little bit too simple. Um, and, you know, that's why we saw a little bit of uh, just stagnant offense. I thought in game two, we moved the ball, the ball around a little bit more, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, off ball as well. Like we, we saw a lot of pin screens going on, um, and more weak side actions going on, more cuts Absolutely, that we saw. Yeah. Um, and that added a lot more pressure on the defense, on their defense, on the Suns defense. And so, I, you know, I thought that uh, um, we, you know, we need to continue doing doing this and uh, stay off of of those simple, just the simple uh, standard offense uh, you see in high school. Um, I think uh, I mean this is the playoffs, so we, you know we need to make the the defense work. And I thought I thought that we saw that tonight. I mean we saw a little bit of stagnation tonight, but uh, um, you know yeah. But when those that stagnation was there, the ball was in LeBron's hands or That's in true. AD's hands, right? So yeah, posting it up. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, and it wasn't you know I don't know THT or Caruso with the ball, and then the offense stagnates. Um, I think those were designed ISO plays. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we converted on most of them. That's true. That's true. And, and last game we didn't. And I think I think that was because uh, in those, um, I don't know, I, I just thought that there was a little bit more off-ball movement um, while, you know, LeBron and AD were posting up. And so um, – uh, they they can make those shots. They could they they could uh, go it you know post up a little bit more and, and, and get to the basket or or shoot their uh, jumper. Um, I just thought uh, AD and LeBron were a little bit more engaged as well on the offensive end, which which helped. Right? We talked about on the first first segment that when AD is engaged offensively, um, and you made that quote, you you read out that quote. I think. Um, uh, it perfectly sums it up, but we can't win this game. We can't win uh, the series without him being, being aggressive. And I thought he was also one main reason why mm-hmm. um, the offensive side of the ball, um, you know, was, was a little bit more successful tonight. Yeah. And I think uh, the playing time that these guys are having is going to be beneficial in the long run. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. These guys have not been on the court a lot of minutes during this season and having Drummond there, right? You, you read it off earlier, 15 points, 12 rebounds. Um, but we had eight offensive rebounds this game. 
those second chance points are going to be big for us, especially with a guy like Aiton, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, knock down three-point shooters like like we saw in Cam Johnson and Johnson, uh, you know, Payne and, and Booker. Right. So, so working them on the offensive end in that way as well with the second chance points having to really fight for defensive rebounds that's gonna that's gonna wear and tear on these guys yeah man yeah man and i think uh going on on uh you know switching to to the defensive i think one last thing that i wanted to comment on was um i think that and 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 going back to it i think it's 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 perfect because i i think the more we are engaged on the defensive end, um, I think the better we are on the offensive end. I think in game one, right. we, weren't, we weren't paying t- attention to the details. We weren't disciplined uh, defensively, and we lacked that energy and defensive effort. Um, you know, uh, like last year, that, uh, sim- similar to this year, our defense gives us energy on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. And that needs to start. That needs to start right away, uh, Q1, right, first quarter. So uh, I, mm-hmm. I saw that. I saw that uh, tonight, and that was great to see. And, um, you know, that really, I thought, let, lend a hand, lent a hand to the offense. Yeah, and it all begins with Anthony Davis, right? He's the anchor, actually, of our defense. And he's, when he's going and he's the anchor of the offensive end, we're going to win 90% of our games. Um, and, and you're yeah. right. Our, our defense uh, makes it easier for us on the offense because we can either you know go through our sets uh, in, a, in a progressive manner mm-hmm. or we could go on a fast break. And Le- LeBron James runs fast breaks like, like he's dreaming. So... We, we got to keep our energy up. Q1, defense, that translates to offense. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. Lakers play game three on Thursday night, 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, obviously, I'm over here in, in Chicago time, so that's, that's 9 p.m. for me. Uh, but, you know. Uh, recording right now after after midnight but that's you know that's the grind right john webb i mean you're you're at one 120 right now <laughs> hey yeah i love my lakers yeah man purple and gold all the way <laughs> um all right guys i think that's that does it for today appreciate you guys listening um you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate all the follows and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Refrigerator, the door is closed, the lights out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense gritty and difficult to chew not built bar though 
The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree, there isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money. 